my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Intro us in, nerd. Hey guys, welcome to the 88 Miles Per Hour podcast. It's Renata, your girl. And you know, how, what episode is it? I just can't remember. You know, I have so many things to worry about. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's episode 37 of the... Of the oh, Christ, I, I always said the wrong show. My uncle was like 37, and like he taught me how to work on cars, and you know, my brother worked on cars, and then you know, his four uncles worked on cars, and you know... Just stuff like that, but I'm an out of work hairdresser. No, that's like from my cousin Vinny. But... <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. So, yeah, bad. so do you consider you yourself an expert in cars? Um, it doesn't. I mean, well, my father was mechanic. His father was mechanic. My his grandfather was mechanic. My brother's a mechanic. Four uncles on my father's side a mechanic. But anyway, I'm just an out-of-work hairdresser. It has nothing to do with me knowing about cars. <laughs> and I forget the next line or whatever like, happens left. And then he's like, she's like, no, good boy. And then he's like, sit down till you're told to leave. <laughs> sit down till you're told to leave. I like it. Freaking Herman Munster, dude. That guy was badass, but such an a-hole in the movie. I know. And then she's like. Yo, what? <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, what'd you say? You? you say to you. T- <laughs> you? Sorry, Yana. To yous. <laughs> Anyway, oh, the two defendants <laughs> <laughs> drive up in a similar-looking car. Then two other men. Don't shake your head. I'm not finished yet. I mean, you need to understand what I'm saying so you can repeat what I'm saying. You know. And he's like, uh, Mr. Tipton, it takes you five minutes to t- cook your grits when it takes the entire grit-eating process. 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm a fast cook, I guess. I'm sorry, I was already over here. You just say you're a fast cook, that's it? I love that movie. Grits cook faster in your kitchen than any other on the face of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> so I will go on. Like, this is not... Just do the whole movie from beginning to end. Were these magic grits? Were these the same <laughs> grits that gave Jack his bean salt beans? <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this is our new show. It's called My Cousin Vinny Podcast, where all we do is act out scenes from My Cousin Vinny, starring Renata and co-hosted by Sanch. You shot a deer? (laughs) Today's episode, we analyze and look deep within the courtroom drama scene of My Cousin Vinny. Are you sure about the five minutes? So what are, what were your thoughts on the old woman with the with that with the eyeglasses? What did you think of that? Where she she said she could see you know she could see both people, but then when she had the they had the fingers like how many fingers am I holding up? Let the record show. Two fingers. Your honor, please, huh? Oh. And he's like, whoops. Now, Mrs. Riley, 
and only Mrs. Riley. I like his look because he gives that <laughs> asshole, like, really. <laughs> Full. <laughs> and then he runs it. Well, I'm thinking about getting thicker glasses. <laughs> oh, man. That movie's actually really good. It's one of those where, like, it's on TV a lot. And you just watch it. Yeah, like... no matter where it's at, you're watching it. And then freaking, what, what, what was his fake name, like, of the lawyer name? Um. Okay, he was like, first it was, like, Gambini, but then he was like, I went to my legally stage name. Jerry Gallo. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, wait, did you say Gallo? Yeah. Gallo with the G. Jerry Gallo's dead. I'm aware of that. <laughs> I'm Callo. I'm Jerry Callo. C-A-L-L-O. <laughs> you like, oh. All right. Well, I can't do his, his accent. And freaking, I don't know. I remember uh, shortly afterwards when the, I, I can't think of his, uh, the actor's name, but when he passed away uh that was what the news kept showing were scenes of him in that movie um that was pretty cool um but there's also uh oh, wait no 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 oh yeah yeah yeah. actually i got completely lost on what i was gonna say but anyways um so yeah everybody welcome back to another episode of 88 miles per hour podcast i am your host sanch and as not always but every now and again but it shall be around even more now uh, my co-host my name's Renata. I'm an Ottawa kid dresser. No, not really. Just Renata. You know me. You love me. <laughs> so thank you. She's an expert in uh, cars. She can talk about the, what's that thing called? The suspension, you know. Do you the know that whole thing where she talks about like, well, what makes you, he's like, ha, because you don't know. And he's like. Nobody can answer that question. It is a trick question. He's like, you can't answer. No, he's like. The 23, the 24 inch, like something cylinder. Or whatever. He's like, however, in 1956, so I'm like, I don't know. She just goes off about that. It's weird. Answer the question, please. He's like, I can't. It's a trick question. And then that, that, that's when you see freaking, what's his name? Uh, Joe Pesci look over. He's like, he's like, watch this. He like sits back all happy. And then. Yeah, he's like so like satisfied with his woman knowing like all about like, cars. He's like, and then, like, he tries to like lean in with his feet and he can't barely is touching. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you don't know that whole thing? No. No. The defense is wrong. Are you sure? I'm positive. How could you be so sure? Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four-barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. What is positive traction? It's a limited slip differential which distributes power equally to both the right and left tires. The 64 Skylark had a regular differential, which anyone who's been stuck in the mud in Alabama knows you step on the gas, one tire spins, the other tire does nothing. That's right. Lame. Get out of I, here. I, I just know the scene where, like, where, where she says you shoot a, you shot a deer, and then she's like, imagine you're a deer. You spot a little brook, put your lips to the water. Bam! A fucking bullet goes straight through your head. Blood and brains laid over on the ground, everywhere. Now you tell me, would you really think about that son of a bitch his pants he was wearing? Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man. There you go. My cousin Vinny Cast. <laughs> 
What are you, a fucking world traveler? <laughs> He's like, oh, you were serious about that? <laughs> You're not you tell were serious you. about that? <laughs> to come properly dressed to my courtroom. He's like, oh, you were serious about that? <laughs> He's like, I bought a suit. You seen it. It's covered in mud. This place doesn't have one-hour cleaning service. So we try to buy a new suit, but the whole suit got the flu. You hear that? The whole store got the flu. <laughs> so I bought this at a secondhand store. I wore this ridiculous thing for you. You on drugs? <laughs> no, I don't take no drugs. I don't like gratitude. What else is new? I'm holding you in contempt of court. Oh, there's a fucking surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! You on about this movie? God, man, I'm telling you, man, this is a this is freaking my cousin cast or my cousin Vinny cast, (laughs) (laughs) my cousin Vinny cast, starring Renata. Hello, everybody. Welcome. My name's Renata, and I'm gonna do the show today. My cousin Vinny cast. Today's episode is my cousin Vinny. (laughs) And on you. On YouTube, I'm YouTube. On iTunes, every episode is just gonna say episode one, two, three. But it, on the little, it's gonna say my cousin Vinny. Next one, my cousin Vinny. Next one, my cousin Vinny. So it's episode seven, my cousin Vinny. Episode thirty-two, my cousin Vinny. <laughs> every episode is my cousin Vinny. I'm telling oh, you, man. My God, listen. If any of you never saw it, it is such a great ass movie. Please, for the love of God, if it's on TV, just watch from beginning to end and then watch it over again, just so you can. The, like just the quotes alone are just—they just need to be memorized. Mm-hmm. Though I wish I can remember. I I can't remember for the life you of me. It. I've seen it so many times that I can't remember a lot of the freaking the dialogue of of it. Like certain things I can, because I'll sometimes say "you's" whenever like um, to use, and then that's when like I'll say that purposely whenever I have to say "youth." Um, so I do that. I mess with that. Other than that, I can't think of whatever the hell else I say. I don't know. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our offbeat podcast about my cousin Vinny. Uh, hey, you know, we um, actually, Christ, where the hell did I do with my phone? I don't know where my phone's at, but we do have some awesome shout outs. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here's some shout outs. Alright everybody, so I guess you know what our first shout out has to go to what what do we call him? Pete Sack? Yeah, Pete Sack. Yo, Pete Sack. What's up? I'll I'll tell me talking to you Sunday. Okay. Really quick. There you um, go. Give the give the plug. Okay. Me, Renata, part of the 88 miles power podcast. Is okay, I can't even say my name right. To my podcast. That's pretty sad. But anyway, um, I'm going to be on Hydrate Level 4. Sunday, I will be Hydrate recording with four. Pete. And we will be doing the movie Clueless. I bet you're Clueless. so happy about that, huh? Dude, I am, like, so super excited. That's, like, my one of my all-time favorite movies. I know. There's so many times, ladies and gentlemen, there's so many times where... Because we always do, like, a pre before we start recording. We, you know, we just talk. We kind of catch up for the week and so on and so forth. And I don't know how many times in the early days when we were first doing this show for a lot of the good episodes, 
Renata would always be like, can we do Clueless? Can we do Clueless? I'm like, no, it's not an 80s movie. <laughs> I know, but maybe. I'm like, ah, oh, Christ. I'm like, look, maybe we'll figure something out and we'll do, you know. So it's it's funny for her. It was probably a dream. She's like, yes, you know. She finally Oh, my God. When Pete contacted me and he said we're going to do Clueless, I was like, yes, sign me the hell up. <laughs> I like, thought I when was... I saw that post, I was, like, excited for you because I was like, yay, she's going to do Clueless. I am so super duper excited and thanks Pete for letting me live my dream out. <laughs> okay. Like he literally contacted me. He was like, you need to be on the show. We, we, we need, we need 88 on the show. Uh, let's do clueless. I know you've been like dying to do that. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So for all you people who don't know what hydrate level four is podcast is, it's about, um, a father and sons or a son that do a podcast together and they pretty much talk about their favorite movies or movies that um, they've seen or, you know, quote. I think that that's pretty much it. Like, they're kind of like an 80s base too, Sanchez. Because wouldn't they... Well, no, not their... I mean, I thought they were first an 80s podcast or something like that because... Or, or relative to that because, like, the whole name, Hydrate Level 4... So yeah. I thought they were like, all right, cool. Like, they're in the same realm as us. But then I found out that they just do anything, any movie. Like, anything they love and current. Even, like, some, like, if you look, like, some of them are very, like, recent movies. And then they have some that are old, like, 80s. So they don't really have... It doesn't seem like they have a specific timeline. They just talk about... It's there. It's our show, um, but about any movie just kind of different because their thing is they the whole episode is focused on a movie where us we just randomly talk about whatever and then we finally get into a movie um so yeah so and i think this is the first yeah this is the first time 88 branches out and is gonna guess on another show so this no, is a- no 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 we were on um three tards oh no you well you all right this is the second time i i, I don't get invited to anything but you do so this is the second time it's because everybody wants to hey, go invite sanch he's <laughs> a good guy he's a fun guy actually he's a better um radio host than not it's than all right him. i'm uh i get to i i have the i have brothers bear so to me that's you know that that yeah, kind of makes up for it like i'm all it, that's literally what it is they're like fuck it I mean, if you think about it like the female like it's, it's like you know because i have boobs well, yeah, that's what it is. Bouncy, bouncy. I mean, that's literally what it is. Bouncy, bouncy. Think about it. All right, Renata. All right, imagine this. You being, all right, who, you know, it's like, you say you're a guy, right? You're, you're, you know, you host a podcast and there's a show that you think is awesome and there's a guy on it and then there's a, a girl. Like, if you, you know, they're like, oh, I'd you'd rather probably have the girl. I mean, I know as like a, as a show, it's just like. It's like, well, yeah, man, you know, if you're like a guy being like, oh, yeah, I want to have the girl on the show, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know if it really necessarily means anything of the sense of like, oh, they have like a crush on you or something. It's just like, it's a girl. It's ratings. I, I don't know, because I know with Pizza, I believe he's married. He has a kid. So I don't think it's anything like that, because, you know, and likewise oh, with yeah. retard, I don't no. think it was anything like that. I think they just see it as in, hey, it's a female rather have a female on the show because it females. I mean, I've noticed that in the podcast world. It does kind of attract fans, you know. It has with our show. I mean, I'm, I'm, they're they're playing it smart, so you know what? Use me to your advantage. Sex sells, you know. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. Yeah, I know. They're all using you. They're like, ah, let's just effort. We just want to have her for ratings. I'm like, no way. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's cool. You're gonna be able to go on the show. It's just all a, a geek nerd community. Um, and yeah, it's like we've known these guys from kind of like. 
from their inception when they started they kind of popping up around our show so they they kind of go back with us um so that's cool so this is the second time like i said 88 branches out and it's gonna be renata once again and she'll be guesting on the show um so yeah thank you very much what do you know when it was i know you're recording sunday but when is it being posted probably during the week huh probably during the week uh pete didn't necessarily tell me when but i i will probably ask him sunday Right on. And then also, too, I want to give out another shout-out to Silence of the Mics. Welcome to Silence of the Mics, an entertainment-slash-movie podcast in which Papa Boner and Young Man Landon use their unique perspectives to explode all over your eardrums. Enjoy the show. Enjoy life. And we all have stories. The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? One doesn't truly know the uh, They, uh, they've really, uh, been, uh, more so the, I, you know, I apologize, uh, sir, I can't think of your name, but they've really been, like, talking to us on Twitter a lot, especially through messages, and he just added me on Facebook. I don't know if he added you, too. I think, yeah, um... I'm so sorry. Like you know, I I, didn't... I can't think of his name. It starts with a C or something like that. Is it Cameron? I, I think so. Yeah, Cameron. So there's Ferris and Capnash. Ferris and Cameron. <laughs> yeah. So I believe it's Cameron, but he's a he's a cool guy. Um, he's been uh talking with us, so it looks like we might branch out and do a cool little uh, you know, double episode where we record at the same time with them or something like that. And we I I don't know. All I know is he there's something in the works right now, so we'll see. But want to give a shout out for all that love. And then, uh, yeah, and then anybody else that I'm missing, like I said, I don't have my phone with me. I don't know where the hell it's at right at the moment. I don't want to step back, so I can't really look. So I apologize to that. But, yeah, so there we have it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so let's get into our show. Did you, Oh, you know what? Actually, before anything, Renata, did you see this, this week's Goldbergs? No. Oh, my God. Oh, why did you miss it? Is this the one with the... Um, Ferris Bueller. The Fer- it was Ferris Bueller? Yeah, it was the Ferris Bueller episode. I could probably watch it on, uh, on demand. Uh, but you didn't. You, you see, you're not even ready for it now. You missed it. Uh, no. Uh, no, don't don't tell me anything. Well, I mean, I mean, well, Christ, I wanted to talk about it on the show. You kind of killed me. Don't talk about it. Damn it. All right, so then now I got to think of something else. Okay, last year around... Well, not, it wasn't around this time. It was probably a few weeks ago. But last year, we were highly talking about how excited we were about a certain commercial during the Super Bowl. Radio Shack ended up doing a commercial where it was all 80s theme and everything. We're like, dude, that's so awesome. Yeah. You know, we saw all our cool characters. You know, everything just 80s was in the freaking sh- in this commercial. You know, it's the Elf and, and or is it Alf? Um uh, I mean, you saw freaking just everybody that you could think of. Right now, I can't think of who the hell is in the episode. Uh, Chucky, Jason, um, uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah, that's all. Mary Retton. Yeah, like there was a bunch of people. And sadly, a year later, that they filed for bankruptcy, Chapter 11. And now Radio Shack is going bye-bye. Oh. do 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 I guess 80s really did steal the show. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, because that's what it was, right? They ran in there, stole everything, and then they're like, oh, I guess we got to update our store. 
And that, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it sucks. But a year later, you know, you would think. Because I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to do a cool commercial. No, they end up filing for bankruptcy. So, sad days for freaking Radio Shack. Do, 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 do. Once again. Sorry. So, yeah. So, um, damn it. I wanted to talk about Goldberg. But I couldn't bring up Goldberg. Because a certain someone didn't watch it. Um, but you know what, ladies and gentlemen? If you're a huge fan of the 80s. Once again, we have to say this. Watch the Goldbergs. They... It's the perfect show because unlike, like, for instance, let me just say, um, like, certain shows that take place during certain time frames. Like, let's just say uh, that 70s show. Um, that show, like, they, they every now and again will make reference to things. But it's really more about just, like, the family being about the family, you know, whereas that Goldberg's is really more about everything pop culture when it comes to the 80s. Like, they revolve their storylines on stuff that happened in the 80s. Like, when when freaking, you know, uh, like, the kids, like, like this past episode, it's like, okay, he he watched um, Ferris Bueller dated off, both of the kids, and, and they're trying to recreate that. You know, the episode when freaking, uh, whatchamacallit, I can't even think of anything right now. I don't know why, but I mean, you. All right, wh- what about uh, you? Know what you talk about it. What? What do you? You got to say something about Goldberg because you've always wanted to talk about it. Yeah, I. I it's probably like one of my favorite shows. Um, but I mean, just the sh- like it's different. It's uh it's something that you don't see. I mean, of course, it's like your typical like you know Modern Family or in the middle type of show, but it's something different. Like I think it relates to a lot of, um, well, it relates to my family a lot. Just the cursing and like like the old school way of talking to your kids like oh he's an mm-hmm. idiot like you know like how the father like talks to his kids but he loves yeah, him to death. he's a moron <laughs> yeah moron or like you know is the mother like smuggling you know the kids to death and like you know wanting to be in their lives and and that stuff but what really really makes everything like you makes you actually want to watch every episode is the fact that of course it's the 80s it's it's like it brings back memories like when he when he talks about either the toys or the music or like the movies but the clips that he adds like adds in the end yeah. of like his actual family and the actual events like 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 everything all the film all the film at the end like the footage is based the, from the storyline that they were talking about and then or they'll show like pictures like you know and just all that stuff and i think that's what makes everyone look forward to the episode and it makes them intrigued because it's like wow like you know that's really cool like i know we no one has ever done that before and and then just the storyline is great the characters like the 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 woman who plays uh beverly goldberg yeah she's just hysterical she's so super funny and she's hot she's a hot mom like you know know, even i could say that she's really like she's a good-looking woman she's funny like she's naturally funny i don't think you have to mention about like a woman's body part or just like curse a lot just to be a good comedian i think you could just be naturally funny like we don't there's actually not a lot of like funny women anymore and she came from reno 911 and i liked her on reno 911 she was pretty funny yeah like i mean i only watched a little bit of that show but that's where i recognized her from yeah you know and it's funny like when you see her like outside of the beverly goldberg look and you see her with the straight hair and her her hair pulled back in a ponytail it's like it just think you just think of this whole different other woman like you know because it's not beverly anymore like which i find really funny like usually you could be like oh yeah that's so and so but like i don't know i feel like it's just two different types of people Mm -hmm. you know I, i think that's really I get weirded out by that because that's what I think. 
like when I see her outside of that whole Beverly look, I just picture a whole different person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and th- that's the thing about this show. It's like it's cool because it's like, yeah, they w- what I was trying to say earlier, but I kind of got lost in in everything. Um, was the fact of how you have this family and they revolve around so much because Adam Goldberg is a huge. He's he's like the pop culture obsessed uh, kid of the eighties. But what's cool is, like I said, they they like okay. There's an episode on the fact that it's set in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Uh, it's set in Philly, so you love that. Like for instance, Barry Goldberg, he's the older brother. He him and his him and his buddies go see war games. So then the episode is kind of like is takes off from there like they 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 fit stuff of the 80s into the shows they see war games so they know adam has a computer so they figure hey can you hack you know the school computer and change our grades you know and then and so it's cool because they 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 fit storylines again there's um erica goldberg she loves new kids on the block and she freaking she she uh well she did but she was all secret about it so they again they fit that into the show you know it's like that's what i like it's not it's not like that 70s show that took place in the 70s and freaking every now and again they would use certain references um from the from the 70s but i mean with this it's like every episode is all pop culture you know mm-hmm so, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I just love the fact that they just bring everything into by like everything makes sense. Like the Goonies episode, that was like really awesome. And like, you know, when they tried to like portray all the different characters, when Adam was like, "Okay, you're gonna be this character," and you're like, "Oh, why? Because I'm Asian?" Like, you know. With, <laughs> it's like, no, all- that's not why. Yeah, see, and that's the whole episode was a Goonies episode. They played the theme to the Goonies, like everything. It's like, and that's what I love. You're, it, it's, it's such a good show. We, I mean. Like I said, if you're a fan of our show, you you're gonna love freaking the Goldbergs. It's it's like that would be one that would be like if we had to do like a dream episode would to be like to have freaking like Adam Goldberg like on the show. But I meant the real Adam Goldberg, you know, the creator yeah. of this show because he was the one. This, this is about his life, and I know like Beverly, they tone her down. That's what they always say whenever they talk to Wendy uh mclendon covey or however you pronounce her last name the actress they always say her character's toned down from the real beverly goldberg you're like holy hell you know but yeah so you got to check out this show this this past episode renata missed it oh my god but like the girl what's what's her first name which beverly goldberg oh wendy when so Wendy, I, I I was just like like randomly on YouTube and I searched um you know Beverly Goldberg, but then I saw like this other clip of her in an interview and Wendy said that uh, the actual Beverly Goldberg went up to her and like hugged her and pretty much just said thank you for betraying me and like 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 and you're doing such an amazing job and she just and, and you know it was more of like an intimate moment and wendy mm-hmm. started crying and say you know I, just just being that woman i fell in love with that woman she really is just she has such a big heart and the fact that i got to portray her and her dearest murray like you know and like she pretty much started like tearing up like during the interview when they were talking about her character and her actually meeting beverly the role beverly and, oh that's cool I know, and she, cause, and and she really, she, she said, this is probably like my favorite, my favorite character I've ever played by so far. She's like, I, she's like, I really felt, I really felt in this character way harder yeah. than I've ever did. That's freaking awesome. 
And I, I think I think she's really funny. And I think she's oh, what is that like the uh, the Golden Globes? Is that TV shows? The Golden Globes is like it's almost everything. It's film and TV. Okay. Well, I think she deserves one because I think she's such a good actress. I think yeah. everything that she says and and does on the show and her just just how she portrays herself as a mother like at that time and it just her, her persona, everything. She deserves one. So yeah, when? seriously. I mean, the ratings are great. They do they do well. Um they're not they're not bad. I mean, they 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 have freaking two seasons already. Um though se- season 2 hasn't finished yet. Um, but it seems like it's, it's a lot of these like shows, like, you know, TV guy, Hollywood reporter today, like a lot of these shows, you know, entertainment weekly. Um, it's, it's a really good show. And it's, it's not, it, it, they have a good moral at the end of every episode. That's what I like. I mean, I'm not like, it it always makes me cry at the end. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like old fashioned sitcoms. Yeah. And anymore, like there's no like good message behind a lot of things anymore. Yeah. TV shows. Yeah, you know that's true, but it's just like it's so much great comedy, and then at the end of it, it's it makes just, you feel good. Yeah, like they it, it always wraps it up of whatever issue or problem that happened, and a lot of times it's heartwarming and heartfelt, and it makes me cry. <laughs> oh, same here. Like I tear up, but like I remember the one where I think the one that really like got me the most was um, when Mari like there was like it was her Mari and uh, Beverly's anniversary and he like didn't want to do anything for her and she wanted to get remarried but then like you know she wakes up from her sleep and her dad's there with the tux on it's like dad what do you do and it's like in the middle of the night and he's like, oh, oh yeah and that was it was the band episode where like they collided bands yeah yeah and they sang and then he like got remarried and stuff like that uh, yeah that one see stuff like that is like so good i know i'm trying to remember but there was also one with the father like the remember with his dad and at the end yeah. um because, like, there was always that issue where there's that separation and stuff like that. So, I thought that was cool. Like, there's so many, like, great episodes. Even when, like, the the dad doesn't understand video games and breaks his uh, freaking power pad. I mean, no, no, his power glove. And at yeah. the end, he, like, gets him a new one. And he's, like, he sits with him and, like, doesn't know what's going on. But he just wanted to sit with his son and play games. Like, there's a lot of good episodes at the end where I was, like, holy shit. Like, it was just, like, ah! Niagara Falls, man. Freaking Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. <laughs> Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> Another good movie. Um, Scrooged. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we've, we've actually done Scrooge. It was our Christmas holiday episode uh, one. So. But we have to get to our... Okay, so this movie that we are doing here today, ladies and gentlemen, was what is what brought me and Sanj together. It's mm-hmm. what created our friendship. It's what... I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, they'll tell you the story. Quick and short and short and sweet to the point. Um, I was at another podcast at the time, and I was just and and he noticed us, and we were actually really grateful that another podcast wanted to give us a chance to branch ourselves out and be known. But unfortunately, things didn't go that way. But it landed me with him, and we created our our own podcast. But I, I was a stalker and a half. And I wanted to see who this person actually was. You know, who were we, you know, colliding heads with? And who were, who were we, like, you know? Well, we weren't colliding heads. I mean, like, that colliding, means... I should say, like, colliding, like, nerdy, like. Colliding I, with ideas. No, not even colliding. Because yeah, yeah. you're not colliding, but we were just, you know. We were geeking out. I guess, yeah. <laughs> we were, well, we even were... before, because we weren't geeking out. You're getting to the point where we geek out. 
you were just saying like you just you know you were just like who's this person showing interest well because... i mean you were like on our instagram and we were like i don't know well it started off on instagram and then i stalked his facebook and then i saw like his background photo and it was the monster squad um artwork it was like you know like the, the, the actual like, cover it was the poster cover mm-hmm. and i was like holy shit and like i never thought anyone in the right mind would be like such a big fan of monster squad because that was me and my father's go-to halloween movie like the first day of october that's our tradition we watch monster squad and like my dad introduced me to that show and he was a big fan of the old you know traditional monsters like frankenstein the wolfman the mummy you know uh what's the other one um well the what monsters yeah. There's the Creature from the Black Lagoon. The Creature from the Black Lagoon, Yeah, there's yeah. Frankenstein, right. Mummy, Dracula, and Wolfman. And then, oh, and the Brides of uh, Dracula. Yes. And and I and I just, my dad just got me, just, just made me a geek in the making. And But, like, when I saw that poster and I, was, and I messaged him, I was like, oh, my God, you like Monster Squad? And I don't know what was going through his head, but he was just like, yeah (laughs) like you know and then i started like talking about the movie and we started quoting the movie and it just started from there and we feel it was right to maybe like because we haven't done it yet which we were kind of like really shocked about so we wanted to share this episode this like this knowledge that we have of this movie and we want to like show our love for it as well yeah that's that's actually a good way to put it because it's like it's it's weird that it, it's good that we're doing this a year after the inception of our show and and it's kind of like you know why you know we did back to the future and we did freaking breakfast club the two films that you know that we love but yet we had never done the movie that brought us together and it is so cool that it's like, all right, it's been a year. Now let's give the fans the movie that we love, that brought, that, that basically without this movie, you know, I mean, who knows what would happen? Who knows if we would even be friends, if we would be talking and, and hell, then that means there would be no 88 miles per hour podcast because yeah, you, you put it like that. And it wasn't that we were, you know, clashing, you know, ideas or shows. Cause at that point it was just, you know, we were like, Hey, who's, you know, what's going on? And, and Renata just being, you know, the, at that time, the, you know, freaking, I mean, she was, you know, a year younger or so, but she was just like, Oh, well, who's this guy? Like all three of yous were like, uh, we got to make sure this guy is like, cool. Like, is he going to try to take advantage? Like, does he really have a show? Like what's going on? And yeah. yeah, and then that's when you check out, and yeah, we we just start talking like, oh, you know, and uh, me, I was like, you know, Monster Squad, like, what the hell? Next thing you know, we're we're always talking about movies, all just geeking out, and and that's when it, you know, the inception. I know many of you have heard it before. Our story, you can hear past episodes of our true how this show came to be. I think, do we talk about it in our first episode of how this show started? We did, right? Yes, yeah, it has episode. to be. Yeah, if you're just catching up, if you're just starting now, I recommend starting from the beginning after yes. this episode i actually say watch this and then well excuse me listen to this <laughs> that that's that's classic right there renata right there. that was so yeah. cool that you did it yay and yay <laughs> <laughs> I, I do tend to do that a lot but i've trained myself I'm like nope nope say it really fast and then like move on but like listen to this episode and then listen to part one and part two of breakfast club and then i think we get into um back to the future 
Yeah. I oh, I forgot we did two part for back to for uh, Breakfast Club, huh? Yeah, we we did, we actually did because we were just like geeking out way on that, like way too much on that. Yeah, I but, forgot about that. Um, yeah, it was like we did two hours and I split it apart into two separate episodes. Yeah, Christ, I forgot. Damn. I mean, we've we've come a long freaking way, and yeah, it's like like Renata said. I think it's perfect now that we're giving you this episode freaking monster squad our love and of course we're going to be talking about our love we'll we'll see everything that it's just how we've ever done every episode this one is probably just going to be the way back to the future was and breakfast club because this movie is is we hold as our love and this is what this this episode is it's just giving our love for monster squad and kind of the history that we have as a friendship because it's this movie that brought us together so this is 88 miles per hour podcast presents you the monster squad yay um so pretty much um if you don't know what the monster squad is about it's about uh, a kid by the name of sean and he's obsessed obsessed and believe that there are monsters in this world and Mm -hmm. he himself created this club and they well it wasn't called the monster squad at the time but it was just like a monster club he would always get in trouble for drawing these weird creatures that he just made up in his mind and he had a couple friends that followed him along and an annoying little sister and lo and behold, they gain, like, this big, tough, like, I guess, like, he's pretty much saves the underdogs. Like, he was, like, one of those bullies that, like, bu- bullied the bullies. Yes. You know? That's what I liked about Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. <laughs> I love Rudy. And he's, he was just, like, he was probably, like, one of my favorite characters along with Phoebe, who's the annoying little sister. Yeah. And, you know, and they all join together. And during this time, uh, Dracula, like, wants to like rule the world i guess at this particular moment i guess well i mean because of like this whole van i, I started like way too i have to get back to yeah you gotta go to the the, the very intro because yeah. the way the movie starts i love how it gives you like every 100 years you know like there's no voiceover it's just in in red writing and it says that yeah. that all it's the like evil thing huh Kind of like a Star Wars yes, thing. Yes, it's like a scroll uh, of, of, of text. It goes straight up and it talks about how, like, you know, like, uh, yeah, every every hundred years, that's when evil tries to... It's it's that moment where either evil can rule the world or you have to use that opportunity to rid the world of evil. And it's always every 100 years. And I like how they end it. They blew it. <laughs> ben Helsing and his men tried to stop evil, get rid of it, and nope. They blew it, and then boom, the movie starts with present day, and yeah, they're in school, and he goes, "I like, I'm hip, I dig it. Science is cool." <laughs> yeah, the principal, like, there, it starts off like, "Are you guys comfortable? Good." And like, you know, like pretty much like a weird, like perverted, like voiceover. But then <laughs> it's just, it's like the, it's like this principal, and he's like, "I dig it, man." Yeah. <laughs> Science is cool with this thumbs up all trying to be all awesome and and I, and, I, and I love the fact that like they don't back down where he like mm-hmm. he, even though like that like the last things that he say like could probably like scar a kid forever like their like hopes and their dreams of what they think yeah. he's like science is real Mind- monsters are not and usually a kid would just be like okay like I understand but and then Sean's just like blank head he's just like well we don't know that sir like you know like he's just he still believes you know yeah. And I love that because he 
it, it, it's kind of like that thing. It's like, it well, wasn't brainwashing. It wasn't like brainwashed to grow up. It was just like, I'm still a kid. I'm still going to believe what I have to believe. And that's that. And, but even in his mind, it wasn't even about like him being a kid to him. It's like, look, we, we don't know. There is no definitive proof that says monsters aren't real. You know, it's like we haven't seen that they are, but we have yet to know that they don't exist. And that's and that's what was cool about him. You know, he was just like he's he's this kid that's like he's a young boy and he freaking like, yeah, we don't know yet. You know, so he's not going to be like, all right. Yeah, they don't they're not real. OK, you know, yeah, he he's he was stepping up. He wasn't backing down to his beliefs. And that that makes Sean an awesome leader of this club, the Monster Squad exactly and they were just the monster club right like because they, they didn't have club. right because in, like, in the... it's like it was pretty much just like you know like, like an after school like type of club but let's just talk about monsters let's create monsters in our head of like what we think a monster would like a spider with a human head like would look yeah. like yeah <laughs> spider with human head <laughs> and then yeah. like he's like boys i get it <laughs> like, he's like so weird about it and i'm like okay like you know stop trying to like act like, like like don't make a fool out of these kids please like and i realize that you're trying to be a principal but don't do that science is real monsters are not we don't know that sir and but okay let's stephen king rules t-shirt like how about that oh and i have one and he has <laughs> one you have to, make sure you put it up yeah, I will. I'll, I'll, po- I'll post one of my like, hey, like Monster Squad episode. Tuesday or something. Like you can you compare Sean and then yourself at the, the show. I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it up. Um, for sure, I'll put it up. Yeah, you got to get one, Renat. Why haven't you gotten one? Well, I'll definitely get one. I just Renat has been very broke <laughs> for o- over a year. I, I get. I mean, maybe it just wasn't in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> right like, I mean, I, I would totally get one now. Yeah. But, like I would personally go on like amazon or like some type of t-shirt where i got it i think in total with shipping and everything i think it came out to like 17 dollars so that's not bad so yeah so i mean you can it's not it's not expensive it's not like some websites where you could like you see like oh cool like you you could they have like a a lot of like shirts i've seen of ferris bueller like like cameron what he wears in the movie and i was like dude it was like 28 bucks i was like why like yeah so it sucks so there are some sites but this this where i got the the shirt was awesome um, so if you're a fan of the Monster Squad, get that freaking shirt. I still want the poster. Like, I don't know why I haven't bought yeah, the I'm poster. I'm shocked you do not have that poster. Yeah, one of my friends has it. And she's always like, you know, we like, I have a poster. And it's like one of the original prints. So I was like, ah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so That's... I wish I wish I, I had the, the poster. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to the Monster Squad, I mean, it's a, it's a cool story. It's, it's, the tagline on the poster is, you know who, who to call when you have ghosts. But who do you call when you have monsters? And it's the Monster Squad. And yeah. and it it was it's you know the Goonies meets freaking Universal Monsters. That's literally what 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 this is. It's the Goonies meets and 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 what's cool about it is like th- th- you will never see this a movie like this made today because these kids are in are in real danger. Especially that scene where it, one of the most famous tag like I mean quotes comes from. Is when they're in the house on Shadowbrook Lane. They're in the house where they found the book looking for the amulet in his Dracula's house at that time. And at at one point, the wolfman comes out. Like, actually, the house collapses, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, because Dracula puts a dynamite to get the amulet. And when it does that, 
a beam falls and it hits freaking Frankenstein, knocks him out, and they assume he's dead. And as yeah. they're walking, the Wolfman comes out and then goes, "Kick him in the nards, kick him in the nards." You know, he's like, "Wolfman, do it, do it." And bah, Wolfman has nards. <laughs> kick him in the nards, kick him in the nards. He doesn't have nards. Do it, do it. Wolfman's got nards. And then, yeah, when they run to the end, one corner is Dracula, the next corner is freaking the Wolfman, and the next corner is, you know, the the Brides of, of Dracula. And you're like, dude, these, these kids, like, the way they're playing out this scene is that they're going to die. They're freaking going to die. Like, it doesn't matter that they're kids. They're going to freaking die. But luckily, they pull something, they fall down. And... And yeah, like it, it's 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 a it's a scary moment for the kids, especially when the little boy when they fall, the little boy's like, "Can we go home now? I want to go home." Like he's he's terrified. Like it's funny that these are kids; they're acting, but he he seriously looks terrified. Like he's just like, "I just want to go home. It's safe for me to be home." Mommy went in my house. Exactly. He's the one that has the mummy in his house. He's like, "Ooh, I'm scared." I'm like, "You bastard! You didn't even look in the freaking closet, you know?" And he's like, "You stop looking at all these things, or you know, you go to bed." And and yeah, like it's it's a it, this, the way this movie plays out is like, I mean, it's freaking awesome. And and I'm glad that do do you know the story as has to how the hell we ended up with this freaking DVD. No. No, okay. please explain. Okay, so here's here's what happened. And for those of you who own this movie, uh, if you don't know the story, it was all just by love of this movie. See, I grew up watching this movie because the, the video store had the VHS copy. So I always loved renting it. I love watching it. Whenever it's on TV, I like we watching had it. had the VHS copy. That, and before we had the DVD, and we would always watch that. Yeah, see, and I don't know why I never bought the VHS. I mean, I was a kid, so, you know, but I would always rent it. And they would it would be on TV, like on Channel 7 every now and again, like on Saturday afternoons and stuff. And I remember I always loved watching this movie and that would confuse them sometimes with lost boys like because i was young like i would be like because the scene when you know the they, the frog boys they go fill up their their canteens with the uh, yeah. holy water i always confuse that with monster squad because i'm like hey where's that scene but anyways in 2006 there's this one website called ain't it cool news and on ain't it cool news there is one guy um that from that site was able to uh put together a, a freaking reunion and like he was like they knew they all had this love and there's this one place called the alamo draft house in in houston texas and it's like a freaking awesome like that's one like if they catch you texting they kick you out like they're strict about talking texting like it's all about the movies like there and they have always have screens and stuff and this awesome website ain't it cool news it's one of the sites i visit for geek news they um they were able to bring together a 20th anniversary uh, basically, in the sense of like a, a reunion to get all these people. Well, the DVDs it was a 20th anniversary, but they were able to bring them all together, the cast and everything, and they sold out two nights. It was so huge that they realized like, whoa, like what the hell? Like you, this people want to see this movie. People have this love because even the the director Fred Decker um kind of thought like this movie was made and that's it. It just died out. Like it's just yeah. dead. There's nothing about it. And no, like freaking. All these people were just coming out of nowhere, like, being huge fans. And that was the one thing. They kind of started asking, like, where's the movie? Where's the DVD? Where's the DVD? And it was because of this, this screening, 
they started traveling across the country doing more screenings and they were selling out everywhere and with that that's when like the studios like the it was Lionsgate that that made this it's like yeah. where they were like hey you know what let's release this on DVD because to the studio it's like hey if there's interest they want money you know that's all they care about and they saw there was interest so they're going to make money and it's it, kind it, of like with the um Batman original series with Adam West well that's it was different the fans. Mm. But I'm just saying, like, or no, it was a Conan. No, it had nothing to do with Conan or the fans or anything. Uh, the reason why they finally released it, or why it hasn't been released, is because it all had to do with, like, legal issues of, like, the, the um, a lot of stuff with copyright and, like, um, like, things of ownership and all that. Usually, sometimes when things don't get released, it's because, one, either the studios are, like, what, we can't make no money on this BS, like, whatever. So, they don't release it. Or, two... Um, it's because there's something in the legal department. So the people are like, you know, there's so many people that want money, money. And then, so it's kind of hard. Like, all right, if we, if we make this DVD, but this person owns the right and that it's like, we're not even going to make any money. So that's why, but this, you know, Batman was, there was a lot of like, cause it was on TV. There's a lot of legal issues that they had to clear up and finally got, you know, released. So that was the issue with Batman with monster squad. It's just cause they were like, why are we going to release it on DVD? Nobody fucking cares for this movie. And these screenings. And I, I actually, in Hollywood, um, actually, it wasn't Hollywood. It was somewhere. It was more like in Santa Monica or some one theater. I went in 2007 to a screening of Monster Squad. I met Phoebe. I met Rudy. I met Fred Decker and uh, uh, Shane Black, the two, the director and the writers. And then um, the dad, the cop, the the cop. They, they were all, yeah. they were, those were the ones that were there. Um, they actually signed my... I'll post it, but they signed my DVD of the the special anniversary of the Monster Squad. I took a picture with Phoebe, um, and I'll, I'll I'll post all of these. And, you know, sadly, I didn't have a light on my camera, so it's kind of mm-hmm. a little dark, you know. But it it was freaking awesome. Um, let let's you know let's freaking just start talking about the actual movie itself. You know, um, this 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 movie is, again. Uh, one thing about it is like Phoebe. Um, I, I just want to point out is that when, when we were there at the screening, Phoebe told us the story about the fact that, you know, the scene when Dracula grabs her by the chin yes, and lifts her up. And then that scene right there, that her fear is real fear because they made sure that they kept the guy, the actor Dracula away from the kids. They never got to hang around because they wanted him to be the villain so they never hung out he never hung out with the kids so the first time that his eyes are all red and his fangs was the first time she was seeing him like that so the moment that when he scream when she screams pure terror give me the amulet you bitch real fear (laughs) and she said it she was really terrified so that screen that's what that's uh, awesome it's a real screen i think if i was her age she might have been like right she was like five i think four or five i believe she was a little kid and again you'll never see that in the movie when are you gonna ever see that movie where it says you know give me the amulet you bitch to a little kid like go to a little kid you never see that yeah and then and then also another thing too 
they in the beginning especially when they when you first meet fat kid or horace those yeah. kids they keep calling he's like he's like would you say faggot like they say that a lot and you're like when you hear that you're like holy shit like it's weird because in this day and age they wouldn't a movie would wouldn't use that. that but back when of course like even when the principal they're like saying he's like oh he's like oh he's like oh he was kind of being homo you know like he was like touching us like i felt home like he was being all homo like you'll never hear those in movies today you, you wouldn't hear like another kid calling a fat kid faggot like they're not gonna do that it's 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 a movie of its time that if it's Shut made today <laughs> like would you say faggot <laughs> that's what he says and then boom 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 and then what happens with this cool bike what happens in the next scene would you say faggot what'd you say you're an asshole <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, what, what, like Rudy comes in and then like, like gets the mash and like gets a shoe and lights his cigarette. And then he's all like, dropped a candy bar, AJ. It's his. <laughs> eat. Is it's it like, Rudy? Eat. And then we call it a day. And I love, I love Horace's look that he gives when he's like, yeah, that's right. I know <laughs> like, it's good, right? That's chocolate. Okay. <laughs> 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 I gotta say, they, they treat, I always feel bad for Phoebe when I watch it now. I feel so sad. I mean, I know we all did. I mean, oh, I, actually, I can't say for you because you're an only child, but yes. I remember doing that with my little brother. Be like, no, go away. Like, I want to go play. But like it's like I there's one scene I don't understand and there's no way in hell you, they would ever your parents would have let you, I mean well even then but I mean hell my kid or your kid there's a scene when when uh Rudy and whatever his buddy's name is I I, I always forget yeah. yeah they're walking home and they see Phoebe Phoebe's just walking by herself home too and then they're like it's like oh great it's Phoebe the Phoebes and it's just like wait so Phoebe was walking by herself in the neighborhood the whole time like the hell like really like that would never happen like you're gonna kidnap her and then when horace comes out they like he's like all right group meeting and then he's like get out of here phoebe the thieves and her little set oh that's sad her little lip like like dro- droops down and she just walks like sadly like she's a little girl like the whole theater went oh <laughs> when i saw it um yeah poor, poor phoebe uh and it's cool and this scary german guy what's your favorite line come on Oh, oh, oh! You always text it to me. Time is up. It is your last chance for pie. (laughs) (laughs) And no lie, ladies and gentlemen, she'll text me that every now and again. I was like, "Time "Time is up," and then you have to—he has to finish it, but he doesn't. (laughs) Your last chance. I didn't during the holidays. You actually posted a picture of a pie, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I got my shoe fly pie from yeah. Lancaster. And you're like, oh, it's your lunch so for pie. Oh. And what we don't know is that until we find out when he's like, he's like, I might know a thing or two about monsters. And when he closes the door, you see the, the number from the co- concentration camp. So in reality, you find out, wait, it, it, that he's not German. He's Jewish. You know, he just, he yeah. guess he knows German, you know, but because he never reveals like oh i'm german you know that's pretty dark though i mean if you think about it like they are actual human monster people mm-hmm. like people who are monsters they're terrible people and they and pretty much like if you think about it like doing experiments on people they were like the holocaust and everything 
but that always disturbs me like whenever i'm in history class or something well actually it was my junior year history class in high school and that was like topics like it was about hitler it was about like all those concentration camps and the holocaust oh it was just it was just like very scarred like i would have the eight o'clock in the morning oh what a great class (laughs) god It, it is it's it's extremely crazy and i like that they did that reference where they were like you know even though this film is fictional, we got these fake monsters. We're still making a reference to real monsters in the real world. And I thought that was freaking amazing. As a kid, I never understood it. I was just like, okay, whatever. But as I got older, I was like, oh, like that that is a genius scene. Like, whoa, it's like, you know, when he talks about monsters and he's like, yeah, I, I've had some experience with monsters. Because he tries to tell them that I'm not a monster. Like, I'm not Dracula. He's like, do you see my reflection over there? He's like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he's like, yeah. You know, and then that's, he's like, I may have some experience with monsters. And then, boom, closes the door. And then you see his number from his concentration camp. Like, that's like, deep shit. Hell like, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying, dude. This this movie, it's like, even though it's like kids and all that, and you think, oh, it's a kid movie. It's it's dark. You got the parents dealing with divorce. You know, like that, like the parents, like, it's like, dude, they had some like, like adult issues in this film. You know, it's like, you got these kids running around nearly getting killed, you know, and you freaking, you know, you t- they talk about like virgins, you know, like, Hey, we need a virgin, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 and, and then little Phoebe being all, I remember she said at the screening, she was so excited when she got to say, he's like, stop being chicken shit. <laughs> it's okay, you guys. He's friends with us. <laughs> yeah she got to curse yeah she was so happy that she got to curse and she wouldn't get in trouble you know um it was it, I, christ i mean this dracula he i mean he's he's great you know i mean what oh, about I love, how they, I love how they point out like um child well like like sort of perv like being a pervert like like frankenstein captures the most epic picture during the like during that time focus. you know focus Focus, focus, and then yeah. like you know, like I love. I, I wish I can get that on a poster. The fact that he has uh, the Ray Bans on and he's looking at the picture. Up oh yeah, all reaching for it. Like they're all jumping, but, hopping up. Like I want that as a poster. <laughs> That'd be awesome. cool. I know. And then little Phoebe's hopping up for no apparent reason. Like she doesn't even yeah. know what the hell. She's just a little girl, and the doggy's barking. Oh. And it, <laughs> like, I would, I would be that. I would be Phoebe at that particular one because I want to fit in, and you know, like. I like because I want to feel older. I want to feel like uh, you know, like I want to be part of the cool crowd. You know. Yeah, like even though you have no idea what's going on, you do want to feel older and want to be part of the crowd. There was know? a lot of moments where, like, I might have did something, but it was probably for a whole different reason. Like I was just doing something because like everyone else was doing it. Like mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, just so you could feel cool and older, and that's really what Phoebe. She she just wanted to be in the club, but sadly, you know, she wouldn't be allowed because she had prescription you know that's it's discrimination dickoid prescription's drug you think you're gonna get getting up here or something <laughs> oh you Sean, i know about monsters too he's like <laughs> um yeah it uh, all i mean hell this this movie the way i mean again it's the the whole little when they get the club going and you got that awesome montage of all of them, you know, getting together. And then at the end, when they fight off the monsters all in the middle of town square, and it's a sad, sad day when we see 
you know, freaking Frankenstein gets sucked up. I mean, that made me cry when I was a kid. I oh remember. And it still does. It's still sad. <laughs> no, Frankenstein, please don't go away. <laughs> and then she throws her little doggy. Scraps, yeah. right? Say goodnight, Scraps. Goodnight, Scraps. Goodnight, Emily. <laughs> and then she throws them to Frankenstein. Like, where are they going? Are you going to yell at him? I, I love your father very yeah. much. <laughs> what? I mean, Sean, for scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't make any sense because where's the clubhouse? It's in the backyard, right? No, it's across the street. The clubhouse? Yes. Oh. How's it? Wait, how's it across the street if there's like, like a, a, a river or a lake right there or something? It's over the lake. Like, it's... it's no, 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 it's, I know. But isn't it in someone's backyard? No, there's just, like... It's just, like, this open piece of land that, mm-hmm. like, they no, just No, because... Re- who, well, whose house do they run into when Frankenstein shows up? Whose house do they... Remember when she's, like, little Phoebe's like, Guys, listen, look! And then Frankenstein comes out from behind the stairs of the clubhouse, and they all run to someone's backyard. Remember? Because there's the scene where they're all hopping up. They're well, in the like, backyard, and you can see the clubhouse. Is that is that Sean's backyard? Is that his? That's his clubhouse, right? It has to be. Well, it has to be, yeah. Because remember, in the beginning, they're like, "Hey guys, I gotta go have dinner," and then Rudy's yeah. like, "Am I in the club or what?" So that means they're behind Sean's house, right? Yeah. It has and there's to be, a yeah. lake. I just always thought it was across the street because when Dracula throws the uh, the dynamite, I don't know. It just looks like it's across the street or something. And he's like meeting a judd, <laughs> and then. And then that's when, like, the mom comes out and, like, the black cop dies. And he's like, ah, of course the black guy has to die, right? Yeah, um, right. <laughs> but, okay, here, here's my question why I'm asking about the whole geography of where the freaking, the the, the clubhouse is. Remember when, when Sean wants to watch uh, freaking, I can't even remember what the hell the movie's called. But he wants to see a horror movie with his dad. Uh I can't remember what the horror movie was, and I was watching it earlier. But anyways, he wants to see yeah, a, a certain like... horror movie, and he's on the roof of his house watching a drive-in. One, it looks like he's on a hill, so the drive-in's all way low. Again, where the hell, whose house is he on? If the backyard had a clubhouse and a lake, where the hell is this drive-in? It made maybe no it's, sense. Maybe, so maybe it's like adjacent to his like. I, I don't know. It makes no sense. That that scene, I it, it wasn't until recently when I watched it. I was like, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. As a kid, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, no, we year for this movie. Oh, he, he, he comes back from the dead. And, like, he, he his head, he gets blown up. And then, like, he comes back from the dead. That was part seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to remember what the movie was. But, yeah, there was... um. Yeah, that, I don't know. It always never made sense to me. And um, the, the Stan Winston got to give him credit for creating the the creature effects of. I mean, the the the, the costuming, the Wolfman, the Gillman. He did oh, an yeah. awesome job, and he was basing it off the original, you know, Universal monsters. Though he had to tweak them so you know they wouldn't get sued by Universal. But um, yeah, sadly, this movie was a bomb when it was released. Um, not cool. Um, I think it just like I think it's just like it grew on a lot of people. Like how like I Bill and Ted it probably didn't do. Did, but did Bill and Ted probably didn't no, do good. Bill and Ted did a great when it was released. It was a huge okay. hit. That's why they made a sequel. Oh. Yeah. Um, I just said like you know like now when you talk about it, people are like oh Bill and Ted. Like they're not like you know like hardcore like you know about it like because the, when they picture like. 80s movies i mean because think about the first one was 80s but then the second one was 90s so it's like 
Yeah, but it was it was still a big, huge hit. You know, it's all about time travel and everything. And I and I get upset because everyone thinks that like they're gonna lose like brain cells if like they talk about like Bill and Ted. Like you know, if they like, say if I watch this movie one more time, I swear I'm gonna lose like brain cells. What the hell, that's random. I never heard that. Like or like brain like you know because they feel like they're gonna be like more dumb if they keep watching this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like I'm like, like like half the time people say dude twenty four seven. It's not because you watched Bill and Ted. Yeah. <laughs> The hell that's random <laughs> um uh, what's the scoop on that like i i really want to know what the scoop is for weird science because they said they were going to make a remake and i haven't heard anything on that lately since 2013 and because i was checking like the recent post and there hasn't been any latest post on that and when are they going to get ready for bill and ted part three so i want to know well, Bill and Ted Part Three. I mean, they're they're. It looks like they were finalizing everything, but, um, I mean, who knows? Like where it is, uh, weird science. Um, I mean, it it may not. You know, sometimes they'll announce things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna be you know made. Um, but yeah. So I I I do not know. Freaking, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, there's nothing on Weird Science. I don't know. So, I guess um, with uh, Monster Squad, is there any final thoughts that you want to say on it? Um, just the fact that probably is one of my favorite holiday well, Halloween movies of all time. And it really brought me and this lovely co-host that I'm talking to right now together with. And we created such a friendship from this movie. And, you know, I, I just say in general, if you love movies... And, you know, share them with people because maybe they can create future friendships, you know, mm-hmm. because I, I, that's what I, how I deal with things. You know, if I want to get to know somebody, just be like, I throw movies down their throat until like, they actually <laughs> know one. And then, you know, hey, you become friends from there. Yeah. But yeah, overall, like such a great family Halloween movie, you know, and it's funny too. Has a lot of adult humor, has a lot of kid humor. So I feel like that every person the family can contribute into enjoying it yeah awesome well said yeah and again freaking i can't talk much i mean i I, there's so much more i mean i said a lot about monster squad and i love that movie always loved it It was one of those where like growing up no one really like monster squad what's that because all these other movies were like hits when they were released but this one was just you know it was always that cult movie and to this day it just became you know, huge, and luckily we, you know, now there's a Blu-ray version of it, so, and I don't know, there, a few years back, during the whole, like, rise of Monster Squad, like, in 09, I remember they announced that there was going to be a Monster Squad remake, but nothing ever came of that, but yeah, so, so yeah, freaking Monster Squad, if you haven't seen it, check it out, um, alright, so, uh, Song of the Week, gotta give you guys a Song of the Week, uh, and this one comes, uh, from someone who's from Philadelphia, uh, so from Renata's, uh, hometown, uh, for those of you guys who know Michael Sambello, uh, this guy, uh, famous, famous, uh, when it comes to music, this guy was huge, especially in the eighties. He actually is the guy who did Maniac for the film, uh, Flashdowns. Well, he actually did Maniac and then they end up using it later on Flashback. Uh, but yeah, this guy has worked with some like huge people. Like even he's written some, actually it was omitted, but he's actually, uh, he, he wrote a song by Michael Jackson that was supposed to be on Thriller. Um, but he's actually worked with The Temptations, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, you know, Stevie Wonder. Like, this guy was huge. He also worked on the soundtrack for Gremlins. Um, 
uh, he did that main theme, you know. So he's he's done a lot of awesome things. But one of the things that he did was that little song that's in the montage called Rock Until You Drop. So that yeah. has to be my song of the week this week. Since we're doing Monster Squad, I'm going to give you Rock Until You Drop. Because that yeah. song, I love that freaking song. That is such a kick-ass song. That is a song that like just gets you pumped up in the morning. Like Even though like it is set like, when he wakes up like from like, yeah. his dream or whatever. like The alarm clock goes, and then he presses the button. It goes, dun, 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 and he's like pulling up his pants, like you know, getting ready for the day. So it's like perfect. <laughs> and and w- what I hate is that at the screening, they were trashing the song. Like they were trashing like, oh, it's so 80s. And I'm I, like. It's such a good song. And there was them, like the actors. like I mean, and the, the director, like Fred Jacker was like, yeah, sorry, cheesy 80s montage. And me, I was like, I like this song. You know, so. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, you don't want a minute, but like you're like, I love it. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, they were like, because they were talking over that scene and joking. I was like, oh, sadness. But yeah, so there you go. That's your '80s I song of the week. Right before that song comes on, so like when you edit it, I was gonna be like, and no one can stop us. Yeah, because that's the version I have. That's they don't have an actual release of this song. So the release that the version I have actually has. That it has Dracula talking, and then at the end you hear the dog barking, so you'll hear that in the in the song. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our '80s song of the week. Um, so yeah, it's just another episode. Thanks everybody once again. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, um, Tumblr, we're everywhere. Facebook, download our shows either on Stitcher or iTunes, and you could listen to us on uh, if you want to stream us on on irantradio.com they play us at 1pm After actually they, they do play us throughout but mainly the main time that I know is at 1pm on Tuesday but they do play us after on our Brothers Bear on Monday nights so yeah so check check us out this was, give us comments and um, so yeah ladies and gentlemen so once again Renata uh, anything you want to add before I, I close this out uh, so I hope you guys have a, a great night or a great day or whatever time of the day it is for you. Um, remember, be positive. You know, I think, you know, I'm always about keeping a positive attitude. Don't ever let yourself have a bad day. I guess that's my like quote of the day. But yes, um, just follow us on all social medias and we will, what is our, I don't know what our next movie is, but we'll be in touch. Yes. All right. So, and then there's probably a baby in the background. <laughs> like you can pick up. But anyways. All right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So after fighting and saving the world from monsters, we all get into the DeLorean and travel back to the future.
Change camp in January.